Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Come on, Bobby. We're back. Hope you guys had a good weekend. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. All right, let's go around the room because I have a question. We'll do a Monday get to know. What's the weirdest item you keep by your bed? That's going to be the question. As always, I'll answer first since I'm the only one that knows the question to give you guys some time to think. Uh, Mine is probably a very silky, soft sleep mask for my eyes. We have curtain issues, and so light comes in, so I I wear a real satin sleep mask over my eyes so I can... Sleep. Oh. Uh-huh. At first, it was uncomfortable because just wearing something on your head. And you would think it was my wife's, but no, it's me. We both wear something, but she can actually sleep with a little light. She's <laughs> fine. But mine is definitely the silkier, the softer of the two. Interesting. So if you came, you'd see a retainer, you'd see a sleep mask, and have one of those chargers that you can lay your phone on, your AirPods on, and an Apple Watch. It's got three little hubs. Oh. That's, oh. that's all on my bedside table there. I bet that looks weird. Just most of the sleep mask and the retainer, but yes, Eddie. Okay, so I have a little screwdriver, and I know it, it sounds weird. Why would you have a little screwdriver? But my four-year-old son, he locks all the doors in our house. He just likes to lock them and shut them. That's funny. And this little screwdriver is what I use to open them back up. But if you walked up to my nightstand and saw a little screwdriver, you'd be like, "That's weird." Mm-hmm. Lunchbox. I don't consider it weird. You guys may. It's a little Kama Sutra book. <laughs> uh, a what? Kama Sutra. <laughs> <laughs> what what is that? No, don't. I can't believe he's such an idiot. He's such an idiot. Is that where you fold the paper? Says, no, 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 that's origami. Okay. Oh, Eddie, yeah. Lunch time. Eddie, look up. Do you want me to look it up? Look it up. Don't look it up. What do you mean? I mean just, it doesn't sound bad. I, there's no way he calls it that. There's Spell no it for way. me, Lunch. This is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. It's so funny. K A M A. S U. Are you making up the spelling? Because I don't know how to spell it. No. Because it's funny if he knows how to spell it, then he knows he sees it. Kamasut- yeah. Kamas- Kamasutra. <laughs> Ancient Indian <laughs> text. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. What? You use this? 
Stupid. I can send you a picture. Okay. Nah, okay, okay. Uh, of the book or of, of the book? Okay. Okay. Um, Amy, what's the weirdest thing by your bed? Uh, well, I don't have a nightstand right now. Oh, oh no. no. He took both of them? He didn't even leave yours? <laughs> That's not oh, weird. Man. Oh. Picture Amy's like, <laughs> plays just a mattress on the floor. That's it. Terrible. No, Mattress Firm did hook me up with a bed frame. No, good. <laughs> oh, man. So, but because I got a king, there's so much space. So I have stuff that lays over mm-hmm. on the side. And I've got like a book with my little, I got one of those uh, reading lamps that clips on the book. And those then are cool. it's wind, you know, it's mm-hmm. wires so you can move it around. And the light that's on it is the amber color. So it doesn't mess with my melatonin production or whatever that's supposed to do. So, so you're going to say the book lamp? Yeah, but it's handy. We weren't hating on it. No, no, oh, I think it's awesome. A butt. You don't need a butt. Yeah, yeah right. it's good, Amy. We like it. Yeah. Yeah, we like it. All right, there you go. <laughs> the fact that he spelled it so quickly. Uh-huh. I know. Uh-huh. It means he uses it a lot. It means... I just, Eddie goes, is that origami? <laughs> is that what you fold the paper? <laughs> I truly thought uh, that's what right, I mean. well, we're back. We're back, everybody. Hey, we're glad to be back. And now let's get into the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I had a coworker recently share their concerns for my hygiene. She told me I smell bad. And that everywhere I go, people say I smell bad. The thing is, I know I smell bad. It's my biggest insecurity and I feel hurt. And I understand where they're coming from, but physically, I can't fix it. I've tried lots of deodorants. I wear perfume, but that smells too strong. I shower every day. What should I do? Question mark. Signed, ashamed of my BO. Dang. Wow, wow, I feel wow. bad for her because yeah. she knows. It's not as if, and we've had this discussion before where there's an employee that's not washing their butt or putting on deodorant. Like, they know. I mean, I think that's a doctor thing. Yeah, yeah it's a medical thing, right? It could be the food you're eating. And again, I'm a doctor, but I'm of letters. Right, right. Not, not a doctor. Medical. But there's a lot of things, like fundamental things that you're doing that's not wrong, but it's just probably different than everybody else is doing. I hate that for you. That stinks that, well, that's <laughs> lunch. Lunch. <laughs> no, Bobby did that on purpose. No, I did it. <laughs> no way. Did it's it. unfortunate <laughs> that it's had to come to this. Yeah, it's like there's a, a pH level. Imbalance. situation happening. Yeah, but even the, the co-worker having to come up. And maybe the co-worker was doing it because the other people nominated her to do it. And she was just... But I think the conversation is to that co-worker, hey, thank you for sharing that. This is a medical problem. I'm really sorry. I've tried a lot of different things. So if I am really strong, if I come in smelling really strong of brute, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's because I'm trying to cover it up and I'm going to the doctor. And then I think it's just trying to figure out what the problem is. I hate you that. do too much perfume? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I guess. I used to work with a guy that had a lot of... Yeah. yeah. Nobody here does too much. Sometimes Ray is very strong. Because he uses Axe. What is your <laughs> What is your situation? Spice Bomb. Yeah, Spice Bomb. Oh. I mean, it's been such a good go-to. I've done it for years. Do you do it every day? Yeah, but it's just a mist. I'm not actually, you know, rocking it all over my neck and clothes. I'm walking just through just a small little spray. But when you were younger... And you would go to the club. Would you clone up? Yeah, that's when Axe was huge. And I mean, me and my buddy, we would just stand side by and we'd drill each other. I'd hit him. He'd hit me. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Amy, what do you say to ashamed of my bio? Yeah, I feel for you. And I think that if you have access to seeking medical 
opinions and yeah. tips and tricks and all the things. It might be something, there might be something topical or a, a body wash that is going to be more inclined to help you out that, that is prescribed. And if you get on Google, there's a lot of good information. There's a lot of bad information too, but there's a lot of stuff you can Google and like research. To like, Mayo Clinic has a lot of stuff that you can read about and try to figure it out. We feel bad for you. Sorry you have to deal with this, but I think if you put some time and effort into it, you can fix it. But yeah, too, you mentioned food. I mean, I have no idea if your body's having a reaction to something or where exactly the smells are coming from, but that's always a factor. We know where the smells are coming from for certain folks here. Sure. Who? You. <laughs> where? Your butt. Bottom. <laughs> oh. Bottom half of you. <laughs> yes. Ew. It's a constant line. <laughs> All right, thank you for that email. Good luck. Let us know what you decide to do or if we can help in any way. All right, that's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Eddie came on this show and said, hey, I have a confession. I'm going to go watch Counting Crows with somebody else. Timmy. And Amy, this kind of hurt my feelings. Why? Oh, because y'all do Counting Crows together. It's your thing. Forever. We've done it yeah. many times. It's like how we bonded initially. Music, Counting Crows. The last time they are here, Eddie and I went to the show. It was amazing, That's man. What we do. We repeat like old live albums. Like we have little inside jokes. And all of a sudden he comes and goes, hey... I'm going to go with somebody else. But no, that's not how I said it. It's out of my control, man. My wife has friends and they said, hey, we would like to go as a couple if you guys would like to come. And my wife already kind of committed to that. Your story's getting a little softer since the last time you told it. Yeah, no, look, dude, sure. I felt bad. I, I'm cheating on you. Right. And now I'm going to cheat on you. Whoa, 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 whoa. And I already have it. And I figured out what I'm going to do to cheat on you. And I'm just letting you know it ain't gonna feel good. When You're I'm cheating not. on me maliciously, and that, that's not how you. That's not nice. It's revenge cheat. That's what happens. That's like you cheat, you get cheated on. So yeah. when do you find out? Eye for an do, eye. I mean, I know what out. it is. Right. So when do you share? Well, I mean, I could share right now. Yeah. But let's I do think it. a better part of the cheating is to not tell them yet and make them wonder. About oh, it. No, uh, let's get it out of the way. What if I just tell one person in that person's lunchbox? Yeah. Let's no, go. See, that's worse than just cheating on. Let's me. go. You go right now. Don't don't tell them. Don't tell. Come on, dude. Tell me. I Look, like hey, bones, bones, bones. Right there. I, I cheated on you, and I came on the show and told you. <laughs> hey. Like, man to man, face to face. It's I man cheated. He's telling me man to man. Lunchbox is back here standing behind me. Okay, hold on a second. My handwriting is pretty terrible. I mean, what that's are you a, doing? That says taking. Yeah, I know what that says. Ah! Hold on. Taking. He's taking someone. So, so far, can you read this? Yeah, who are you taking? Hold on. Don't, don't say anything else. Don't, don't say anything Dallas else. Dallas Cowboys versus so, and, the... And, hold on. Oh, there's. I mean, Amy, my mind's going crazy right now. Oh my gosh, a golf trip with all the Dallas Cowboys. No, no. <laughs> hey, yeah, Cowboys. <laughs> Pearl Jam's gonna be there too. Oh my gosh. Okay, so so far does that Woo! make sense? Yeah. Okay, and here's. Oh more. He's playing the Masters. Wait, wait, wait. This is only one event, right? Don't worry about what's up. You don't know what he's doing. Ah, got it. You're going to Hawaii. Got it. To play golf. What yeah. is it? Consider with, yourself cheated on. You're going to Hawaii to play golf with the Dallas Cowboys and Pearl Jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's the... Oh, man. The payback would be and all And you're going to go deep sea fishing while you're out there. Oh, gosh. With everyone. Eddie, I don't think you... Don't worry about it. What do you mean? I'm, I'm not, not... Nothing to worry about? No, nothing to worry about, man. Okay. So it's not going to really hurt me? I mean, I just don't want it to ruin your months and years ahead. What do you mean? So don't think it's about years. it. Years. Hey, it is what it is, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Years. If you want to cheat... Let's cheat, baby. This isn't my fault, dude. My wife, like, she made these plans. I, that's not how you told the story initially. You didn't say it was out of my control. Well, when your wife says, hey, we're going to do something, what do you say? You also can say, hey, why don't we invite Bobby and Caitlin? I you thought could've. about that. 
I yeah. thought about that, but then the people that invited us are going to be like, well, 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 that's our plan. Well, I'm going to say this. I'll be cheating on you soon, and it's going to be... <laughs> that's, not good. that's not how you cheat. Like, How soon are you going to cheat on him? Uh, next month. When, when are you cheating on Bobby? When is it? When's the show? You don't even know. But let me say this. You can go to 10,000 shows. You can only do this once. Once in a lifetime? Mm-hmm. You're going to Hawaii. Well, that, but that would be fun to me. I wouldn't want to go to Hawaii. <laughs> I'm just thinking about me. Yeah. So we'll leave it there. One day, the only person that knows is Lunchbox. Ah! And I figured that would drive you the oh, craziest if he knew. You're going to crash my playa? What? <laughs> no. Hey, maybe he's hey, full party. Hey, hey, maybe he's investing in the chicken business. No. no what do you, I don't, what's, what's that got to do with anything? Don't worry about it. Eddie, I'll be cheating back. I don't like this one bit. Oh, there you go. So you're going to tell us after it happens or no i'm just gonna let eddie sit on it for a minute you're gonna tell me before it happens yeah because i want or maybe not maybe i just post it doing it and have you be like oh and he'll know yeah it's like that's terrible i know yeah or is it finding out someone's cheating on you through like well you know i'm cheating you just don't know how hey keep one eye open buddy keep one eye open. it's not fair man. it's gonna feel good Not, I'm sorry I hurt your feelings. And then we'll this be is even. not the way to Then do we this. will be even, but I'll be cheating on you and I can't wait. Hey, man, this isn't this is how we take all care right, of this. That's all we're going to do. We're going to move on with life right now, move on to the next segment. But Lunchbox knows my secret. <laughs> that's even worse. <laughs> Told this guy. <laughs> Thank you. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. There's a guy from Utah and he wanted to go on this. 45 mile long West Coast Trail, Vancouver Island. Wanted to hike it, been waiting forever, been saving his money. He finally gets up there, flies up. He's like, all right, let's go. Well, they lost all of his stuff. Lost his luggage, mm. lost his gear. You don't have luggage, you don't have gear. You can't really go walk the wilderness. And so he was like, I'm not going to be able to do this. And he had talked to other people in a Facebook group because they were all going to go up and meet and do it together. And he's like, I guess I will not be able to join you because they lost all my stuff. So all his buddies that he really didn't know, he'd only talked to them on Facebook, they went, no, we got you. So they, one, raised a bunch of money and then took like extra tents, backpacks. And so in the end, he had all of his, all their stuff and he got to go on the hike with them. Awesome. They never said they found his stuff though. That's the crazy part. Like he never got it back? I didn't say anything about that. <laughs> But like all these people that are up there hiking, like supplied them with sleeping bags, backpacks, tents, poles, um, money for the multi-hiking wow. day trip. So they didn't know him. They didn't have to do that. I liked it. But where do bags go? Like purgatory. What? Huh? Yeah, where there's, do they there's go? There's a bag like, purgatory? Feels like it sometimes. No, don't they, like, if you don't pick up your bag, at least they, they lost it. I know, that's what I'm saying. Where could it go? And then if they find it in some faraway airport, they have a tracking number, so... But then couldn't they, couldn't, if you were, like, being shady and you saw a bag, and you're like, I bet there's some cool stuff in that. Can you just, like, hide it somewhere? And after a while... When it's not found, just take it home. Yeah, just toss it in the bushes, come back a couple days later. I mean, bushes is interesting. <laughs> Didn't think about that. As I was reading the story, I was like, whatever happened to the bag? You never updated it. How do they lose the bags? Like, dude, I don't know. Listen, how, listen, if you think about it the other way, how do they even get us our bags? Well, that's a code. great question. It's how, a code. Fascinating. I don't know how radio works. Right. <laughs> no, it is fascinating. It. When you look at all those bags that are out there on the runway with all these carts and their plane switches. I, mean, I think and, about FedEx. Yes, man. Yes, and how, how they get it to a small town. Yeah, and how do they get it to you in one night? Right. That is baffling. So it really is. Like, how do they get it how from... How can you get to New York in one night? No, no, no. <laughs> no yeah, that's, that's really the question. No, no, no. It's easier for a person to get to how? New York 
Because you're going direct. You're going direct. A package has, you have to drop it off somewhere. They have to drive it to the airport, put it on a plane, get it in a car. You know, they have to transfer it from a little well, You dolly. have to get out of your car, walk uh-huh. walk to the uh-huh. airport, yeah. no, no, get in the plane. Not the security. Right. Yes. No, 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 the, the, put your bag through the Kind of the same but, concept. But let's say I order something. It's logistics. How they get but, it. Well, how it's cool is it's, they, they have it so streamlined. It can go yes. to that hub, to that hub, and they yep. have people going in and out so fast. Yeah. Like, right. The, the people that come up with that. There, yes. I mean, because it doesn't just leave the airport on the FedEx plane and go straight to your house. It has to go somewhere else, somewhere else, boom, and it's there at eight a.m. But you don't leave your your mind. You don't leave your bed and go right to New York. You leave your bed and go to your closet and get your clothes. You get your suitcase. You go to the car. You drive the car to the airport. The airport. You walk to your gate. It's the same thing. And when you land, you don't go straight to the hotel. You got to absolutely. No, it is the same thing. If you were a package. No, if I was it's, a package, I could literally, I could literally. I was literally doing a story about a guy got all his gear back. But no, but it's it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Yeah. It's not. It's totally yes, different. It it's absolutely different. Absolutely different. Because I can go straight from my bedroom to the airport, airport, and I'm in the but next you can't city. Because you've got to make other stops to your car. No, no. Your car saying, stopping at stoplight roads to turn it, take a left and, and then straight. When you get oh to the God. airport, you check the computer. What gate am I at? You no, you guys are so stupid. Those are all the same things as like stops no, no, along the way. No, you guys are so stupid. <laughs> a red light is not the same thing yeah. as a package that I ordered offline going from wherever it is at uh, Best Offline Buy. or online? <laughs> It is the same. It is not the same. You're just not wrapped up. <laughs> no. You're not in a box. Oh, my God. You guys are so stupid. I cannot no, believe. We're stupid. I cannot believe you guys think it's us. It's the exact like- same principle. Exactly. It is not the exact same principle. <laughs> All right. Wait, did I tell you about the thing I heard about Marconi? Mark Honey or Marconi? Marconi. <laughs> what is Who's that? Marconi. Marconi. What is he, that? He He's the inventor of radio. Oh, yeah. yeah Mar- I Marconi, yeah. Okay. So... This is lunchbox is making me think it's acting all like crazy. When apparently, I don't know if this is true. Whenever he invented, why does she radio? always do this? Here we go. She <laughs> leads every story with "Did I tell you about?" and then goes, "This could be a lie." Well, I heard. Go ahead. That whenever he was like telling his friends, like, "Hey, I figured out how to, you know, send things through the air," like that, like transmissions. Yes. Yeah. Uh, this friends checked him into a mental institution because he's like, no, no, really, it works. Like, check this out. I bet that's crazy. Yeah. Back then. And right. that that so it's like, lunchbox just made. So me you think thought because you thought lunchbox was crazy right then. Well, he thinks and then you're. Cra- che- and then we should check him in somewhere. No, he thinks you're crazy for saying what you're saying yes. and how it's working. Yes, like, you saying that the, a human getting on a plane is the same thing as ordering something no, off the internet. I'm saying a human getting to and New a package York. getting to you within six hours. Said, hold on, you said how do I get a package overnight? And I said the same way you would get somewhere yes. overnight. Oh same thing. I hate how stupid you guys are. Okay. <laughs> it drives me nuts. It's gonna give me a headache. Okay, that we gotta wrap it. That's what it's all about. Oh. That was tell me something good. <laughs> Let's award the Employee of the Month Award. Now, we're in July now, but let's award it for June. We had a holiday there, so. Woo! You guys ready to name the champ? Oh, ready! Yeah. Got a chance to win some money. Only the three finalists will read their speeches. All right. So you get a chance to win cash or self-promotion or block someone from contention. The last Employee of the Month went to Amy. So, hey, now, Amy, good job. Yeah, Amy. Now, you know, maybe you'll repeat. Maybe you'll pass your crown over. All right, the finalists for Employee of the Month are, and I'll read your name and you read your speech. Okay. Lunchbox. Yeah, that's me. Oh, my goodness, guys. All right, here we go. Oh, are you already acting? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, got it. Got yeah, it. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Congrats to Eddie on getting fit. What? Our next step is getting him off Bobby's... <laughs> what the... Crap? Amy lost the bed, table, washer, and dryer in the divorce. If she wins this... 
he'll also take it, which would be much worse. Morgan had a sketchy Uber ride where she thought she was going bye-bye, and if you let her drive you, you're lucky you not to die. Abby might need to try love is blind or married at first sight. Science raked her last, which we all agree is right. Thank you. Where's Thank the, you. What's the point of that speech? Thank you. His speech is just making fun of people. And secondly... I think we have to bleep out the word of him, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah, but, yeah. But, but, and but, he didn't even rhyme wash and divorce or something. No, it said divorce, divorce, worse. Divorce, worse. Oh, no, let him do it. What? I said dryer in the divorce. If she wins this, he'll all, if she wins, he'll also take this, which would be much worse. Divorce. Divorce. Worse. 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 Oh, yeah. Just do the words, though. Divorce. Worse. <laughs> Dude, you got, you got but also your pattern wasn't exactly. It doesn't matter. I, I just had to fit that in, man. Yeah. Because that was all the stuff that happened in the last month. Yeah, yeah. The two words that rhymed were? Uh, divorce and worse. We also were told doesn't it have to be like why you're supposed to win. Or <laughs> yeah, 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 there's no to rules on what the speech has yeah, to be. Uh-huh. Uh, some of the stuff Lunchbox did to be in the finals. He washed his hands with yet another celebrity, Adam Duritz. He has a goal to wash more hands. <laughs> he picked off and dropped off Richard Marks. Oh, in yeah. one of the most awkward segments of all time. That was yeah, great. Yeah. He was exposed for not having his own phone bill. Ooh. I could not stop laughing for days when he confused Gumby with Gandhi, although I don't think that should be, the credit should be given to him. That's my. I brought it to the table. Well, no, no. You just thought Gumby and Gandhi were the same person. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, well, we held against him. He made the call on switching the $20 tickets to $50 tickets. Oh, my uh. gosh. And we lost all that money. I hate ah, that. But we, it extended it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we kept winning and winning and winning and winning and winning. I mean, it was great. We didn't. Okay. Next up. I mean, but was that not a good opening line to my speech, though? No. That really nailed wasn't. it. wasn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, Should I say it again? No. Next up. The next finalist is Abby. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Abby, read your speech. Ray hit it. Oceans apart. You know, need I say more? Need I say more? What are you saying? Richard Marks, an absolute legend, comes in to the studio. Sorry, I'm distracted. By- <laughs> What's happening? Well, I mean, he, go ahead. He came in. That was your one thing. Anyway, you also, I came in close second in uh, easy trivia. And um, I now have emotional damage from Scuba Steve's um, bit. So, yes, I should win for oh all boy. of the above yeah, yeah, reasons. Yeah, I got distracted by Richard Marx's voice. Hey, can someone please help her with speech writing? Did you Listen. hear your worst Morse? I mean, at least I got it out. Yeah, okay. I mean, she got two words out and was like, oh, and she puked all over herself. Got distracted. Abby... Trying to talk Single-handedly Richard. landed Richard Marks in the studio. Yeah, that was amazing. That was really cool. It had been a great interview and performance. She also told us about her worst day at work where she had to call the cops because she thought the guy was going to kill someone here in the building. Oh, yeah. Which was crazy. She won in blind karaoke best line dancing. She's been a big help behind the scenes. And I tell you, that symmetrical face segment was tough. <laughs> she took it like a champ. She took it like a champ. Yes. I didn't like that segment, Abby. But thank you. Congratulations on making the finals. Thank you. Woo. Okay, thank you. Yes. And finally, the last person. Amy, you're on the finals. Let's go. Can you repeat Again? a champion? Give can us your speech. <gasps> I followed the rules. Okay. I'm the most recent recipient of Employee of the Month for the show, so I'm okay with someone else giving this recognition a go. However, we have to make speeches on why we should win, so I guess I'll have to dig from within. Maybe I sum things up with the creation of Amy all the time. That way I can be done with this rhyme. <laughs> I but you didn't create Amy all the time, I did. 
Mas. And then I just and I just sang Amy. I created even the Amy on. And and because you were sick too. But wow. I. Ha- but you miss like half a month. But it, it's, like, I mean, you're like, like out a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so, I, mean, I don't know. Yeah, like, I mean, that's kind of weird. It's a tough was, she kind of took herself down. And not yeah, yeah, I know, because like I don't. This yeah. this is the part that makes me so uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't want to win. This part. Did makes you say you're removing so... yourself in the speech from it? Amy removed herself. No, I said, I'm okay. Eddie, you're now a finalist, Eddie. Hey, Eddie, you're now a finalist. You, Eddie, read your speech. What's well, funny? Amy brought this up. Bobby and Amy went down with a sickness. And someone had to carry the show, and that was me, pretty much. So I sacrificed my presence on the show, too, by letting Amy win Easy Trivia. <laughs> I, fed the be- I fed the crew the best smoked chicken in the world, and I introduced you guys to one of the greatest films in movie history, Rope. Thank you guys for considering me for this award. So, um, Eddie, I just did that to be funny, weren't it? You actually were held back. You made me read all because this? Because you uh, made us watch Rope, and you admitted to cheating on me both, and that was what kept you out of this one. Ooh. So you just wasted all my time. Well, she backed out, and you were just sitting there, so I just went to you. You brought my hopes up. And Amy, and you also you, you made the finals, but you didn't win. You did not win. Why did I even make the finals? Uh, well, a couple things. You did win Easy Trivia. Came yeah. back from massive uh, behind. Uh, you heard from you me. You've opened I up a lot, and there's been a lot of laughs because you have been sharing pretty vulnerably about the divorce. And like, he took a fork, and then he took a spoon, and then all of a sudden you're eating with your fingers. You know, yeah, it's tough. Lunchbox brought the greatest game in show history. But you did miss a month for getting sick, but I can't penalize you for that. That's Two true. days. It just happens. Yeah. Okay, so it's either going to be Abby or Lunchbox is our winner. And again, you can spin the wheel. You can eliminate somebody, whatever you want. The winner of Employee of the Month. Here on the Bobby Bone Show. It has to be between these two. Oh. What a war. I mean, I like it for them because I... But, but they're both deserving of being up for the They month. are. That's yeah. what I'm saying. But like... The they, winner is... Lunchbox is just... Oh, gosh. Abby! Okay. Oh, my gosh. Abby, okay. what a month for you. You are the winner of Employee of the Month. <laughs> Thank what, you. What do you want to say to everybody out there? All the haters and doubters... A.K.A. Lunchbox. Lunchbox. <laughs> I mean, if you really think you deserve Employee of the Month, it's I like... do this month, actually. That's true. I Abby, really do you want like to spin do. the wheel? Do you want self-promotion or do you want to block someone from contention for oh, three dang. months? Hmm. Oh. That block is looking for a little... three months. That's sounding... Oh, months. I'm just kidding. I can't do that again. That was mean. Three, I've already done months. it. Four months. Oh, four months. Four months. Four months? Do it, Abby. Rest of Wait. the year? Abby, do it. <laughs> In negotiating oh, the prize. Yeah. Abby, what are you going to do? You get three months blocked. You got self-promotion or the will of cash. Oh, I can't block. I can't do that. Um, and I feel like the wheel is going to be like a dollar. I'll just do promotion. Okay, then you, you can do it now or you can That's save boring. it for, for when you have a show or something. Yeah, I'll save it. You want to save will, yeah. your promotion until yeah. we have a gig or something? More for, forward it okay. to something else. Abby will punt. Let's see what you would have got on the money. <laughs> oh, Let's yeah, spin that wheel. Spin that wheel. It's going to be 100 <laughs> now that I didn't pick it. Abby, you would have got... $20. Oh, dang. Abby, you're the employee of the month self-promotion. You'll get whenever you want it. Thank you. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. 
There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. A lunchbox wanted to talk to us about saving money. He wants to help our listeners save money. Okay. So it's a, it's a save money hack with LB. What do you have over there? Guys, I was doing some research, and there's a policy at Target. If you have clothes that are Target brand, adult, kid, whatever, like the kid brand is Cat and Jack, you can wear it for 364 days and take it back, and you get your money back. You have one year to return it. Really? My kids have been wearing shoes since January. Guess what I just did? I took it back. They had clothes. They had pants that have holes in the knee. They've been wearing for eight months. Guess what I just did? Took it back. Wait, ha- I, but that's the reason is that they don't want you to. They don't want you to wear it for three sixty four and bring it back. They're saying you have basically if you don't wear it. No, they are saying worn, stained. You outgrow it. What? You can bring it back. Yeah, Bozo, explain this to true. me. Why would they want to do that? I don't know. They're banking on most people not bringing it back, but people being like, oh, I, if I could bring this back if I need to, but then they end up buying and they never bring it back. But can you get a bigger size? You can get a bigger size. They give you, they're supposed to give you store credit. These people gave me straight back to the credit card. Oh, wow. I mean, I got a 100% refund. I brought four bags of clothes into that sucker. Boom, right on the counter and said, is this real? 
I took it back. And, and you got a refund. And this isn't shady? This is not shady. I am talking. Is it not shady? Like you go to like they would always say you take anything back to Nordstrom. They take it back. So you take an old car tire back and they'd be like, we'll give you. But it's kind of shady because you're getting one over on the system. Right. No, I don't think it's shady at all. I am telling you, these pants have been worn. They got holes in the knee. They have stains on their shirts because they're kids. And when they eat, they're messy. We have a clip. And this is me. What did I do, guys? Take it back. back. All right, go. You're going to look at me like I'm crazy, but I saw a video on the Internet. And the Internet doesn't lie, right? It does sometimes. Oh, it does. Okay. But there was a video that said if you have Cat and Jack and it's less than a year old, you can bring it back for a store credit. So some of these don't have tags? No, they were just, they should all be the same. If it came off, it came, I don't know. Did you come up here for the Cat and Jack thing? Yeah. That's him. Okay. Because I saw a video on the internet and I was like, is that real? Yes, as long as you have proof of purchase. Got proof of purchase. I just thought it was crazy. I was like, there's no way TikTok, like, you know, you can blame TikTok for this, just so you know, because TikTok <laughs> told me. And I was like, there's no way this is real. And it's really real. Man, so I got $200 back. Woohoo! Great day! But how'd you have your receipt? On the app. If you pay credit card, it goes straight to an app. Guys, you get free clothes the rest of your life. Yeah, this is unbelievable. Is it just Cat in the Hat or it is, is it just Target brand clothing? Cat and Jack. Cat and that, Jack. Cat and Jack is the kid brand, but <laughs> okay. they have adult uh, Target brand also. What? Yeah. And you can wear Target clothes all year and then take I, it back. I've and never take heard it back. about it for adults, but I have returned some Like housewares? Jack. They have Target brand housewares. You can take it back. Really? What? Like plates and stuff? This is the guys. You can shop for free for the rest of your I life. I don't think this is true. I don't think what he's saying is actually accurate. It's not accurate. I don't think that this part is accurate. I Although, knew we should have done a financial segment on Lunchbox. <laughs> but Dude, you heard the clip though. I mean, it worked for Cat and Jack. It sounds like, and no, even then, it feels shady if you're wearing them for nine months and taking it back. Right? You know? If you're my intent. kids had shoes. Dude, we got brand new shoes. Because guess what we did with the old ones? We took it back. If you have your purchase history on the app, a receipt from your purchase, I mean, it. This is crazy. If you pay the 90 day return period, if your clothing is from a Target brand, you have 365 to make the return. But it doesn't say you can wear it. They don't want you to go and wear it for 364 and bring it back. Right. Mostly it's if you decide. If they get a premature hole. No, they say they guarantee it for one year. If they outgrow it, it stains, it fades. They can guarantee your kids' growth. That is, dude. My wife was so mad that we wasted almost five years not knowing about this. So what do you do now, starting today? Take it back. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, what, how does your plan change now? So now I only shop there, get the clothes, wear them. Hey, guess what? We're bringing it back. See you in a couple months. So you mark it on the calendar. Yeah. Like, need to. Yeah. I mean, okay. you, you, ain't a mar- you just mark it a year, but you can take them back in six months. Need a wardrobe change? Get a whole new wardrobe. This is the greatest thing that's ever happened to America. I mean, I'm excited. It just can't be this easy. It is. My, I'm telling you, my kid's shoes had holes in them. No, you, I, you've I said that five times. I hear you. I'm, I guess my. And this dude had to sit there and type in every little. Like he had to look at the little tag on the, you know, like a side or whatever, and and has an item number, and he had to type them all in. I could tell he was super annoyed with me. But guess what? Store policy. I brought it back. So I guess my uh, here's my thing. I think the intent was not to abuse the system like this. Right. I think probably this falls within the rules, the loopholes. But I think this is a bit of abuse of the system, but not illegal. I don't think it's abuse of the system. Yeah, I think that they have to account for a few people like this. But overall, they just want to seem like 
we care about you, the customer. We're easy breezy. Here's what it is. If you're not satisfied with any satisfied with any target owned brand items, you can make an exchange or get a refund within one year. Right. So are you saying you weren't satisfied? Wasn't satisfied. Guess what? Got a hole in it. Got a stain. (laughs) Outgrew them. The shoes wore out. Uh, Guess what I did? Brought it back. back. Take, no, take it. He oh, messed it. up his own line there. <laughs> <laughs> took I it took back. it back. Okay, my right. official statement on this is: I think you're abusing the system. Mm-hmm. I don't think you did anything illegal. I think they have this in case you're right. You're not satisfied, Dude, but I feel like you're very satisfied. I got over two hundred dollars back. You. Yeah, <sighs> this is great, dude. I for sure have Cat and Jack. Exactly. Like for sure at the hey, house. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna take it back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. What? No, Amy, Amy, I'm going to take it back. But three, six, four, you, you've had it for. You have to, you, you'll have to use my wife. Are you satisfied with it? No, no. Right? What do I tell them when I get their lunch? Man, not satisfied. I got to take it back. <laughs> it's awesome. I'm going to play the song, but I just want you guys to know I'm not signing up for this. Okay, this is, I, don't, I, cannot, I don't love it. My daughter, that influence, cannot hear this segment. She will do this. To she'll, do, every, she'll do what? She. Take, take it, it back. back. <laughs> She's going to, this okay, will be her to, new thing. I know. I have to go. Uh, thank you, guys. Well, you go. Lunchbox, thank you. <laughs> He's got to go to Target. I got to Target, man. <laughs> Here's a voicemail we got over the weekend. I'm wondering if anybody's going to tell Eddie that I'm pretty for sure selling food is illegal without a food permit in Davidson County. Just thought I'd help him out. Uh-oh. What do you mean? I never thought about you doing something illegal when you're selling all this food. Oof. What do you mean? You're yeah. smoking chickens and you're selling them publicly. Mm-hmm. Do you have a permit? No. I just assumed you had a permit. No. You went through the city. No, no, no permit. Wow. Let me, let me tell you, I didn't assume that. I didn't even think about I, it. I didn't even think about the health I didn't department. Think about it. You have to. Do I bought that. chickens and I put them in the smoker and I sold them. Oh. And they're all health. I, I, I would mean, turn yourself in or I'm going to citizen's arrest. What do you, you mean? I got to go to the police station? Yeah. If also, you don't go turn yourself in, I'm going to do a citizen's <laughs> arrest. I, it, also, are you going to report your income? Yeah, of course. Lunchbox, show me how to do that later. I right? will. All right, thanks. Here, I got you a permit. Mo- mobile food vendor pilot program, uh, food truck permit. What do you need? Okay. He just needs a we'll license, get on it. like a The 2022 Food Freedom Act here changed the cottage <laughs> food laws, allowing homemade non-TCS food products to be produced at a private residence and sold within the state without a license or permit. Let's go! He's back in business. Come on, just like that. Oh. Hey, whatever you just read, print that out for me, will you? I put my handcuffs away. <laughs> I will not arrest you. <laughs> thank you, man. You're selling chickens like crazy. Come on. Okay. Well, thank you. That's a good conversation we need to have. Yeah, and then we sealed the deal. We're good. We're good to sell. What do you mean, sealed the deal? Well, I mean, like, we got scared for a second. Now we're, now good. we're back. Yeah, okay, yeah. good. Here's Amy's pile of stories. All right, so here's a question for you. Ten years from now, do you think we'll still be better than AI at anything? Yeah, I do, because we'll teach AI to teach us things. Ah. So then we get smarter. We'll go next level. Love it. Okay. Yeah, I do think the thing that will eventually equalize is just unplugging it. Yeah, shut it down. Mm-hmm. That's true. What AI gets a little it? too smart. Pull the plug. See ya. What are they going to do? Got no power. There is a list of things that was put out that says, hey, AI cannot be better than us at this stuff. Well, here's what here's the thing. The honest thing is AI only does what we teach it to do, right? Art um, creating and AI will be able to create, but it's only creating based on the creations that we have done, right? The human brain is able to uh, create, see new things that it hasn't before. AI can only create things based on it things it has been taught for now until it takes over like Terminator. But Yes, the creation part, art, is going to be difficult for AI to overtake. Compete, yes. Overtake, no. Top five things. Cooking, 
making complex ethical decisions. Cooking. That should be the easiest thing. I think thing. they're going to nail cooking. Yeah. Heck, no, I they can cook they, if I do it. No, they can't taste. Doesn't matter. They can they have Morgan. She had COVID for like three years. She's doing just fine. <laughs> Good point. Smell or anything else. What? <laughs> okay. Being a therapist. Yeah, I think that'll be fine too. Like, say your stuff. A therapist is trained. I, I'm probably a better therapist. Oh, yeah, this is right, the list Amy. of things that well, they're they said, not going to be better They've than already like said that. AIs are better judges than judges. By putting all of the information from cases into an AI, looking at the data, taking the analytics of the situation, and the AI judge has been more right than the judge judge who's able to use feelings into the... Oh, yeah, we're screwed. Okay. The more uh, we go on, the sadder I get with the story. <laughs> Providing emotional companionship. Yeah, see that that one... We've got that. Do we? Yes. Because we know how to uh, pivot. You know, we know how to like, ooh, like she's not liking that. So let's shift here. Sounds very personal, familiar. Eh? You like, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Having a friend to lean on, like you can go to your friend or your significant other and they're there. Like AI can't meet you where you're at. I bet it will be able to. Mm-hmm. I often thought I was going to, I thought I'd never get married until I'm my wife. That eventually I would just marry AI. <laughs> like that movie. Her. Her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> and the final thing, uh, the number one thing, caring for kids and the elderly. Probably better at that. Yeah, that'd be good. At that. What? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll buy an AI for that. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Have you uh, ever gotten menu anxiety? I look at the menu a lot of places before I go, especially. You do online? Here's the situation. If I'm going somewhere where I know my focus doesn't need to be spent on that menu, like if it's a work meeting, if it's uh some sort of interview, something where I'm there other than just to eat, I will look so I'm not spending a lot of my mental space going, okay, what do I want? What can I eat? What am I going to get on me? So, yes, I will look if that's the case. If I'm going to hang out with friends, I like to experience the menu there, like take it all in, talk about it. But I don't really get menu anxiety, but I think I would if I didn't do some pre-menu work. That's a smart tip to pre-menu work if Mm. you're going to a work dinner. Just because I only have so much. And then you show up capacity. and you look like, hey, I know how to make decisions. I know yeah, what quickly. I want. Yeah, wow. I don't ever tell them I've already studied the menu. <laughs> I just go like, yeah, let me take a look at the menu. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have to braise short rib and I'm going to take a side of broccolini and do the do the glass dirty. Mm-hmm. Oh, dirty glass. And they're like, what does that mean? No idea. Just make it happen. <laughs> well, if you do get menu anxiety, which a lot of people apparently do, the top ta- tactic is to just speak up about it and say, hey, if the server comes to you, I'm I'm not ready yet. Can you hit everybody else up and come to me last? And then that'll give you more time. And the top things we're thinking about when we're looking at a menu, taste, price, and how long it's going to take to make it. Yeah, that's called eating dinner. That's called eating out at a restaurant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I'm price first, though. All the Yeah. Yeah, like you're gonna go under twenty bucks. Okay, that's that's my menu. My wife gets really annoyed at me because when I have figured out what I want, I've just declared everybody knows what they want. Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> and so, also, when you're done eating, everybody else is done eating. Uh, so I get the menu. Let's say I haven't looked it up. We're going out to eat with friends. I look at it, and the server comes over and is like, "All right, you guys want what you want?" Yeah, we sure do. My wife's like, "We? You got a mouse in your pocket? We don't. None of us do." I was gonna say. That's what I say. Well, then I'll go first, and I'll just talk slow. <laughs> Give you time to decide. Yeah. So then I do. Well, I would like to start with the French onion soup. And then the server's like, oh, my God, we're doing a bit. And the, But it, everybody does get ready. And then I always like the check to come out before we're really done. I like to ask for it or leave the card there. Because on my last bite, I like to be out the door. Not, not like hanging around for me. We've hung out. There's no need to keep hanging. So it's like sw- swallow out the door we go. I don't want to wait for the check. But yes, go ahead. I have the top five country songs that are turning 20 this year. Okay. 
Uh, and at five, Dirks Bentley. What was I thinking? What was I thinking? I finally got her home and a half. The chicks at four with Traveling Soldier. I don't know. The 20 thing doesn't make me feel that old. If he said 40, songs that are 40 or 30, but 20, I don't even really have a, I don't even have a place where I was. Oh, I really? Remember. I do. I go back. I was um, a senior in college. Well, I mean, I could put where I was oh. like doing the math. I'm just saying yeah. like 20 years, I guess I hear Traveling Soldier by Dixie Chicks. I don't really go, oh yeah. That song wasn't that big to me because that was like the backside of the Dixie Chicks, right? Yeah, towards yeah, the end. Yeah, 99 yeah. was more of a yeah. early 2000s. Maybe. Oh. Okay, what else? Okay, uh, Brooks and Dunn, Red Dirt Road. No shoes, no shirt, no problems. Kenny no Chesney. Shoes. See, this no feels newish. Not new. Not new. But later than what I would consider like 90s, to early 2000s country. Sounds like it is that, but it doesn't feel like old or anything. What else? The number one goes to Martina McBride. This one's for the girls. Well, if they were single and so were Lunchbox, he could date them. They're 20. Wow. Yeah. That's right. That's crazy. Those crazy. songs you could be ho- hooking up with. That's weird. Yeah. I do have an honorable... That's how I, we get it to him. That's how we make him feel it. <laughs> I do have an honorable mention because I'm a Texas girl and it's Pat Green, Wave on Wave. Okay, I know, I, I, know where this, I know where I was with this song. This, oh, is the, this is the only song where I feel like, oh, I remember exactly where I was. I was it was in Austin. It was in Austin for sure. And I remember because Pat Green was there. But it was playing, being played on uh, K-Bet. on uh, national stations. Packard was basically Texas, Texas. country. He was always but I remember Texas, this song was like taken off on like national country radio. And we played it. We were on a pop station, but we were always told we were too country to be pop. And then we were told we were too pop to be country. <laughs> but I remember playing this, Wave on Wave on the pop station. Yeah, this one I, that hits me a little bit. Yeah. Oh, is that it? I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Bobby Bostick has spent over two decades in prison. He served for a series of armed robberies when he was a teenager. But when he was in prison, he got his associate's degree. And he was an author. He wrote books on how to be a better person, how not to get stuck in bad situations, stuff like that. And now, seven months ago, he just got released from prison. And he started a charity called Dear Mama in honor of his mom, kind of like the Tupac song. And all he does is he collects goods for kids, like toys, books, whatever. And then he donates them to people that need stuff like that. So he... In prison, he helped himself when he got out of prison. Now he's doing charity, doing good things. It's pretty awesome. Helping others. It's awesome. That is. That's it. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. Here's a voicemail we got from James. Morning, Bobby. Morning, studio. We haven't had an update on, I think it's Amy's sister. Her and her husband have this, their home improvement show. Are they coming to work on Amy's house? How's that going? Anyway, love your show. You're an awesome family team. Thanks, James. Yeah, Amy's sister has a show called uh, Building Roots. Yeah, and I don't know what I can say about that. Okay. Hmm. I'll tell you what you can say. It ain't very good. No, not the show. Oh. (laughs) She means about her sister and her being on that show. Yeah, so season two is being filmed right now. I think they did a reveal yesterday somewhere. Well, and you say it's not very good only because they didn't put you on it. Because I was told I was going to be the A story for a I don't think you were told that. I think you... No, they told me. Told me A story and that Amy would be the B story because Amy's project wasn't very big. And so I didn't fix holes in my roof for six, seven months. 
That's your uh, choice. No, no, they didn't, they, they're not home repair people. They but build. they're going to renovate your house, so they're going to do something to your house. So they're going to, I mean, yeah. while they're there, they might as well fix the roof, too. While they're there. And <laughs> then they ended up just ghosting me and never heard back from them after they strung me along. They put kept putting little breadcrumbs, 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 and then all of a sudden they dried up. But then do you recall Lunchbox ran into my sister a couple, like two months ago, and he was basically... Begging. begging to be yeah. considered for not in vague. I just said, look, if you want me to give your show another shot, you know, for I want to come to my house. It got renewed for a second season, even though you told everybody not to watch it. So I don't think your opinion is really. Yeah, I would definitely not watch season two, though. <laughs> this is definitely a. This is the worst. Yeah, this oh. is the worst season yet for sure. Uh, thank you for asking that question, but you can say nothing yet. And I don't think Amy's is so much about a project as it is. She's her sister. It's family. Like you feature family. Yeah, I got it. Yeah. Yeah, there's a. Never mind. Don't say anything else. Okay, moving on. Here is Weston from College Station who left a voicemail. Y'all are talking about Lunchbox going on Survivor. I think this is what Amy's cousin was predicting. Somebody's leaving the show. It's Lunchbox. He's going on Survivor. That's got to be it. What the conversation was here was I told Lunchbox if he wants to go and apply for Survivor and he gets it, he can go do the show. I haven't cleared that with anybody, but I'm just saying you can do it. And so, but he's not doing it. He hasn't done it. And I don't know they're even casting right now. So I don't know that that's it. But that's what that conversation was. Go chase your dreams. I'm going to. No times, no no time better than today to chase your dreams. Yeah. You know when the best time to apply was? What? Yesterday. You, yesterday. Apply. But I don't no. know if they ha- were allowing applications yesterday. You know when the best time before yesterday was? The day before yesterday. That's not really the proverb. <laughs> Stop saying that. The proverb is, you know, the best time to plant a tree 20 years ago. Uh. You know, the second best time today. <laughs> <laughs> so close. Yeah. All right. Hey, that's showbiz, baby. Show business, That's baby. show business. <laughs> okay, thank you. But yeah, I'm going to be on there. But yeah. I, and that, <laughs> I'm going to be on there. And when they say leaving the show, I mean, I would only be gone for a couple weeks and then I'd be back. That's not true, though. It's not a couple weeks. But it doesn't matter, do you? Thank you. I love it. Chase your dream. Okay, let's go over to Amy and get in the morning corny. The morning corny. What kind of hairstyle does the ocean like? What kind of hairstyle does the ocean like? Wavy. Wavy, yes. (laughs) That was the morning corny. I'm going to let you appeal, but Lunchbox can't play the Bobby Feud because he got three red cards the last time we played. He just kept pushing it. And it was like, okay, yellow card, you've been warned. Red card, you're eliminated one game. And he just kept pushing it. So you can't play. We're about to play best reality show competition. Best reality show competition. Top 10 answers on the board. You have 30 seconds to apply for reinstatement. Go. Dear Commissioner, yes, I was discussing the game with you after the game was over. And maybe you were in a bad mood. Your alarm had gone off and kept you up at night. I wasn't arguing and getting mad. I was just asking you for clarification on some of the answers because I felt like, oh, man, I didn't understand the categories and I was frustrated. It wasn't anything towards the game. I think I'm a great participant. It wasn't in malice intent it was more about discussing the game and thank you having a creative conversation now as the commissioner and the person heading the appeals here's what i'm going to say i I do hear you and i'm going to let this affect my decision thank you so you have three red cards i've been influenced by what you've said you know i just have two red cards i'm going to limit it by one i'm going to take it back then you can't do this category yes i can and the rule is you just can't keep pushing it because everyone knew that you kept pushing it. And if I set a bad example here and let you get away with just you know being honorary, then I, they get to do it too. So, two red cards. I have lessened your punishment, but you are eliminated for this match. This I- is insane. Oh, here it goes again. No, here it goes I, again. I, no, no, I'm not in the game. Thank so. you. Yellow card, lunchbox? But I'm not in the game. But... 
<laughs> I'm asking you something. But you're, you're, we're playing the game. The game can starts I, now. Can I ask you? Maybe later. Okay, Abby, you're going to play, so come in, lunchbox, and see. No, sit over there. No, she's not sick. Are I you, don't want her in my chair. I want to be. I need her there for camera. Good point. I need it there, yeah. That's right. There's other cameras. Top 10 answers are on the board. Top 10 answers are the best reality competition show ever. You feel like you'd be good at this one, Lunchbox? I would dominate this one. I would go 10 for 10. (laughs) Hey, if I go 10 for 10, can I have no red cards? I would do this game with you, and if you went 10 for 10, I would do it, but there had to be a bigger punishment if you didn't. Uh Uh-oh. Wheel of Death. Oh, I like that. Kicking the... Shave both your eyebrows off? Kind of. Okay. Why not? Abby, have the seat. Here we go. Here we go. Abby is having a seat there. Lunchbox is leaving. Abby, you know what you should put down for your guests? No, no, no. Don't, don't say anything. Okay, we're picking number one through 100. This is how we're going to pick our first first, first, Amy. Four. Abby, pick a number one through 100. Uh, seven. Eddie? You 21. 21. It's 26. Why would you guys all pick so low? Eddie wow. and Jerry? not an idiot. Why? Because they picked four and seven. You should have picked eight. Lunchbox yeah, I've never room. understood that game. Leave the room. Leave the room. Okay, uh, if you win, you win cash, you can pick the cash, you don't know how much it is, or the mystery bag. And the mystery bag is this right here. Oh! What's in it? Okay, okay, I like it, I like it. All right, here we go. Let's play the few top ten answers on the board. Name the greatest reality competition show ever. Eddie. I mean, what would Lunchbox say? That's that's going to be my mind frame through all of this. Give me Survivor. Show me Survivor. One answer, give Eddie one point. Go ahead, Eddie, next one. Ah, what would Lunchbox say? He would say the real world. Show me real world. <gasps> Not a competition show. Yeah, they get kicked off. You don't win. Would it be called something else, though, and he just didn't get it? Legit no, question. A, that's not a competition show. No, there's show. real world road rules. Hey, whoa, 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 Amy, Amy, stop, that's stop, not stop. real world. It's real the world? people from real world. Yeah, and they get kicked off. They the, the real world's not on there. Okay. Interesting. Lunchbox, Yellow lunchbox. card! Yep, yep. We're arguing! Uh-huh. All right, all right, all right. Oh, now I don't know what to do. He's getting really mean now. <laughs> Amy? Amazing Race. Show me Amazing Race. Correct. Two points. American Idol. Show me American Idol. Correct. Six points. The Voice. Show me The Voice. Correct. Five points. Big Brother. Show me Big Brother. Okay. Correct. Oh Four points. <laughs> okay. Now we get a little tricky. We got the best reality competition shows of all time. Okay. The challenge. Show me the challenge. Oh, that's what we're talking about? The yes. Real world. Show me the challenge. <laughs> Number 10. Real world road rules challenge. Boom. Yeah, that's the challenge. But I don't think that's the same show, is it? Is the challenge in the real world road rules challenge the same show? It is the same show? Yeah. Okay. It's, it's got like, a new name. It has a new name because there's no more road rules, and so they used to do only real world people versus road rules people, and now they're combined into one show. Got it. Thank you. Our consultant here. Yeah. He's still consulting. Gotta love it. Yeah. I mean, he knows this yeah. so well. Uh, Wipeout. Show me. Wipeout's good. <laughs> That's a good show. I mean, do you think it's the greatest of all time? It's so good. Show me Wipeout. Uh, well, I mean, I'm kind of running out. Maybe you got 16, 21. You have 27 points in the first round. Good one. Abby. America's Got Talent. Show me AGT. Oh, good one. Oh, I don't know if really... Is Wheel of Fortune one? Show me Wheel of Fortune. Oh, dang. Okay. <laughs> now we're second round. Points are double. You got to have some double points here because there's only three answers left. We're looking for the greatest reality competition show ever. We have Survivor, Amazing Race, America's Got Talent, Big Brother, 
The Voice, American Idol, All Off the Board, and The Challenge. Reality competition shows Eddie points are double. Go ahead. Bones, give me The Bachelor. Show me The Bachelor. Correct. The Bachelor, Bachelorette. That's number nine. You got yourself 18 points there. Wow. Uh, I'll go American Ninja. Show me American Ninja Warrior. Yes! Number seven answer. You got yourself 14 points there. Am I in the lead? Eddie takes the lead. All right, here we go. This is to seal the deal, dude. This is to win all the marbles. Give me Snake in the grass. Show them snake in the grass. <laughs> okay. I didn't make this. Our listeners did. Well, they should have picked that. I agree. Yeah, but, but. I'm up. Uh, Amy, you're up for double points. If you get this, you win. Yeah, because, I mean, this also involves Bobby dancing with the stars. Dang, I'm so stupid. Oh. I'm so stupid. <laughs> Thank you for that. Show me. Dancing with the stars. <laughs> and there it is. There's our winner, Amy. Here's what you can do. Yeah. You won 43 points. Big win. You can have the cash. You can have the mystery bag. Both are great options. Lunchbox still has one red card after this. Or you can just bring Lunchbox back as your prize. Why would you do that? Amy! Amy! You know how nice I've been to you over the years? Come on now. Or, as your prize, you could actually give him another red card. No. Ooh, that's cool, Amy. And that would be your prize, too. Bobby, that's a stupid prize. Right. I'm going to forget Lunchbox. Okay. It's out of this. It's between the cash, cash and the mystery bag. bag. Yep. Well, Lunchbox, I could give you another red card. He keeps talking. I'll remember that, too. What would you take, Lunchbox? The cash or the bag? Uh, I'll take that cash. Right. But, like, what? You've never done a bag. Exactly. I know. It could be a bag of cash. Oh. I have a bag because I had to order some toothpaste from Walgreens. I'll be honest with you guys. Oh. And that's why the bag's up here, but I just... Exactly. Yeah. What would you put in the bag? Exactly. That's the question, Amy. Mystery bag. Isn't that bar you were already trying to give me? Hmm. Oh, no. Not... <laughs> we're trying to get rid of that He's bar He's like, anybody wants this bar? <laughs> true. Amy? Uh, cash. Okay. Uh, Amy has selected cash. Cash. Let's go. Five dollars. Hey, that's good, Amy. Yeah, thank you. Five dollars. Now, do you want to know what was in the mystery bag? I can tell you right now. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. That open it up. I would have, first of all, I would have pulled out a bar. Except on the bar it says, I owe you three hundred dollars. <gasps> no, it doesn't. No, it does not. No, it doesn't. No, it does not. Let me see it. I owe you three hundred dollars. Sorry. Thank you very much. <laughs> that's terrible. What? Amy, that's terrible. That's why so I needed tape. When I said, hey, do you guys hear me say bring the tape in? I wrote a <laughs> no. note on the bar. You would have tricked us with the same bar you've been trying to get rid of for hours? Well, I was still going to get rid of the bar. Hold on, hold on. What? You would have really paid someone $300? Come look at the pa- piece of paper here. <laughs> well, yeah, you could have just said, I owe you. That doesn't mean you can't Like on the it. back of the paper, it say JK, JK? No, look, here's the piece. <laughs> Redeem with your mama's house, what is it? What does it say? Tape on it. Uh, yeah, it looks like a three. Well, I don't write very well. What does that say, Lunchbox? It won't pick in. Oh my God! You lost three hundred dollars. You lost three hundred dollars. Amy, you should have disqualified him earlier. No, Amy, there's no like joke on and there. There was a bar. I thought you would see the, the bar here and think that was it. That's why I needed oh. the tape. All right. Well. Oh, that's I O. I told you the writing's not good. Yeah. Three hundred dollars. Oh, hey, keep your five bucks. I'll get you something nice. Get you half a Starbucks. <laughs> All right, that's it. Thank you, guys. Wow, wow. And that's the Bobby Feud. There we go. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. 
I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to the Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern-day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go talk to Lori in New Hampshire. Lori, good morning. Good morning. It is all you, Lori. What would you like to say? Oh, oh, okay. Um, you went to New Hampshire. I just wanted to hear what your favorite part was about New Hampshire. You know, I didn't think it was a place. Thought it was too idyllic to even exist and be true. And over the last week, we had some stuff we were doing at the house. We couldn't leave, but for a couple of days... And I was like, let's go to New Hampshire. Let's go to Maine. The two states I'd never been to. I didn't think New Hampshire was real. And we landed in it. And I was like, this is real. This is a simulation. This is a trick. <laughs> Did the plane even move anywhere? And we got out and it was awesome. I mean, I'm going to tell you. And we can go through our vacation stuff in a second. But I wrote a little speech about it. 
imagine I just discovered New Hampshire. Okay. Yeah. I'm back with you guys. Ladies and gentlemen, I stand before thee with tales of distant lands where the sun rises upon shores unknown to my eyes. Pray let me speak of New Hampshire and Maine, where hospitality flows like a mighty river. Though my feet hath not tread upon their soil, the whispers of fellow travelers paint a vivid portrait of their lands. From the humblest fisherman's hut to the grandest tavern, the people of New England ply their trade with skill and passion. And I'm telling you, the food, the lobster, the clams, the oysters plucked from the depths of the ocean grace the tables with abundant delight. It's the greatest food I ever had in my life. I beseech thee to cast aside thy doubts that New Hampshire is not a real land. <laughs> Who even told you that? And embark on a journey into these lands. For in New Hampshire and Maine, thou shalt find the heart of America beating strong with the rhythm of camaraderie and the flavor of the sea. Godspeed, dear friends, to the lands where good people and savory treasures await thy arrival. Wow. Here, yes, here. Thank you. Thank yes. you. I discovered Whoa. new lands Dang. called New Hampshire and Maine. Well. And I'm going to tell you, I don't like seafood. Meaning, I grew up in Arkansas. We didn't really have seafood. We had food that was rumored to come from the ocean. <laughs> And then we had catfish from the, the lake and the river. But I was never a seafood guy because we never had good seafood. That's why I don't like the beach. We never had a real beach. We go to the spillway and swim, but we never run around the beach. Different. Yeah. We went to, first of all, to uh, Portsmouth, New Hampshire is where we stayed. Okay. Founded in like the 1600s. There's a picture on my Instagram. I had some lobster bisque. It was so good. I wanted a bed made of it. I just wanted wow, to sleep wow, in it. Wow, wow, And my, uh, my the lobster biscuit I really like is mostly from like Texas Roadhouse. <laughs> and it's always real good there. It's good. I like it. But it was it was it was the tastiest I've ever had. So then we got on a train. A train I never been on a train. We had a train where I'm from, Mount Pine, Arkansas. The train takes the sawmill out of the saw. The saw out of the sawmill. There aren't passengers on that train. Nope. Just well, Wood. maybe. That's it. Just two by fours and <laughs> yeah. sawdust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I never been, I've been on a subway in New York, but I'm always lost. I'm going from like four blocks down and I'm with somebody. I've never been on like a public transportation train taking you city to city ever. And we were going to go up to, to Maine because I'd never been to Maine. We're going to Portland, Maine. And we were like, do we rent a car? Do we Uber? Because it was like an hour Uber ride. And the guy was like, no, just take the train. And I'm like, fair say, what? <laughs> a train, you say? We paid like $15. We sat on the train for an hour and got off in Portland. It was the craziest thing I've ever... And I know uh, Bobby the Hillbilly again hasn't done this. Yeah, I haven't. I've never done... The fact that we don't have public transportation, it was awesome. It wasn't like... And I've ridden the bus before. And sometimes I'm scared. It wasn't like that. <laughs> it's a little sketchy on the bus sometimes. The train was... It was amazing. And so we get there. We walk off the train station, go right into Portland, Maine. I have the best lobster roll. First of all, I thought a lobster roll was covered in, well, name it, nerds, mayonnaise. I don't know. Laffy Taffy's. No, it was just lobster. Is the greatest, is the greatest, I don't want to say meal because recency bias. I like seafood now. Come on. From wow. Maine and New Hampshire only. I will only eat seafood in Maine and New Hampshire. <laughs> We had the greatest two days. The food was so great. The people were so nice. I don't even know what to say about it, except I was wrong for saying it didn't exist. How was the weather? It's yeah. real hot. It's real hot. Oh. Okay. And I thought a little bit we'd get a break. Yeah, it was real north. hot here, but it was like the hottest days in the history of the world. Oh, so we okay. really timed that wrong. <laughs> <laughs> we really, that, that was, but it was 
between the train. Again, guys, we just got on a train and went to another. They were like, you can also get on the train to go an hour south and go right to Boston and go hang out in Boston. Crazy. We only had a day, but I was like, wait a minute, 15 bucks? I get on this thing? That's it? They're like, yeah, idiot. And I'm like, don't call me idiot, okay? I'm new to this. <laughs> Is unbelievable. I would go back tomorrow if I could. We had such a, well, we had a great time anyway, just us two. But it was like no place I'd ever been before. The food was great. The people were nice. There was a train. There was a train. <laughs> a real train. A real train. Well, I guess you could go back in the Yeah, we fall. might. We might. The and I was always like, I'm not going to go do a show up there because nobody will come. I don't even care. I'll go do a show by myself just so I can eat some, <laughs> some lobster roll. But again, coming from like the south, the, like the, the deepish south, I guess I just never been exposed to good seafood. And it was like I went out in the water and opened my mouth and those lobsters swam right in it. Wow. That's what it felt like. I mean, the, what is it? Chamber of Commerce or something of New Hampshire should hire you. They should run that. Because like, thing. now I, now I want to go. Salt. Oh man, it was something else. I'll tell you this and I want to get to everybody's vacation in a second, but I was surprising my wife with the trip. She had mentioned like six months or so ago that, that she would like to go up there too. And I'd never been there. Didn't even know if it was real. It was like a space exploration to me, you know, like discovered a new land. And so I surprised, I was going to surprise her. I said, Hey, we're going to go on a trip. I'm like telling you where we're going. And so I was going to give her a couple clues. And I sent her a picture of the hotel that we were staying in because it's like a different kind of looking hotel and right on the water in, in New Hampshire. And so I sent her this picture, forgetting that she knows exactly what to do. She's super smart. And she goes, Oh, oh, we're going to New Hampshire and staying there. And I was like, well, how did you get that by the picture? She goes, I just put a reverse image on Google. And it just oh. tell me what the picture was from. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't tell her not to do it. So she figured it out and then we went. But it was real. We had a really great time. And it was real. Guys, I know you don't believe me. <laughs> it was real. You're it's like I came it. back from space right now and I hung out with some aliens and Mars and stuff. <laughs> no, it's real. New Hampshire's real. And it's amazing. In Ma Portland, Maine. Amazing. So... Um, we'll do more vacation, but I wanted to take Lori's call. Lori, how do you feel about my description of your, your fair land? I think it is spot on, right on the money. I am so glad you had a great time and that you got to experience great food. Where do you and live in people. New Hampshire? So I lived in a small town called Brookfield, which is right outside of Wolfboro. Ever heard of Portsmouth? But we, oh, yeah. Okay, oh, good. Yeah, so I grew up in a little town called New Market, which is right outside of Portsmouth. Um we used to go to Portsmouth all the time. Yeah, it was pretty great. Well, thank you for the call and thank you for listening. And hopefully one day when I'm back up in my new third home, fourth home, <laughs> New Hampshire, <laughs> uh, I'll see you. All right. Oh, thank you. All right. Take care, guys. All right. Bye, Lori. Be honest. Were you guys looking forward to coming back to work today? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was. I was. I couldn't wait. I was like okay. kid on Christmas. I love it. I love this place. I love being here. I love doing this job. I love our listeners. I just love it. And I was just like, let's go. I couldn't wait. Woke up this morning like this. Oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> like that's how I feel about it. So that's me. I'm a 10. You were a... Yeah, I'm up here in 10. Missed y'all. Oh, I don't care about you guys. I just like the job. Yeah. Yeah. I get it because I saw you... All right, but Amy, you're at my house. Well, I miss what we do. Eddie, this is what we do. Uh, we, my, we always we talk, yeah. but I mean, mine's a five because like I want to retire so bad, yeah, like, yeah. and I love being off. But being home with four kids is, is a lot. So like, ten, nine, five. What do you, what do you like, Fox? Two. <laughs> okay, two. <laughs> yeah, you just did not want to come back at all. Well, no, there was a little bit of me like uh, this is just stupid. But then I was like, what was stupid? What? 
vacation. Oh, got it. Mm. But then at the same time, I'm like, you want to go back I mean, to work? Anything beats work. He also, <laughs> and we'll, it doesn't though. He also had a rough vacation. We'll talk about it. Yeah. Later. Yeah. Oh. So that's why I was like, I mean. But also, you don't like coming to work anyway, really? Correct. Yeah. Because there's, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, oh, what a beautiful I'm day. I'm not either I'm about like, waking up. Oh my gosh, up. we got to go. You got to do what? got to go stress, man. Okay. Our job is not stressful. <laughs> stress, man. So Arkansas Keith, my stepdad, worked at a sawmill his yeah. whole life. Your dad, contractor. Repair, yeah, he repaired and remodeled houses. Right. CNC repair and remodeling. Shout out. <laughs> but I'm saying <laughs> you could be doing that. Yeah. Do you tough. think you'd like that better than this? No. Well, I mean, he was his own boss and just. You know, made his own hours. You were going to say he go. chilled. He chilled when he wanted to. He worked when he wanted to. <laughs> Would you to. rather do that or this? I'll probably this. <laughs> Is it close? Uh, no. Okay, just make it just I mean, because he tried to teach me, you know, when I was a kid. <laughs> I was going to say, can he repair anything? And I was like, man, Dad, I don't need to know that crap. You mean Lunchbox? And or so, Lunchbox's dad. Oh, my dad can, well, I mean, not, he'll no, build you a house. I know Lunchbox's dad is very skilled and okay, talented. I, right. Well, he used, to frame, he used to frame houses, and then when we were born, he fell off one of the houses, and he's like, I got to do something different. Oh, no. Remember when he was Santa Claus and got in trouble? No, he wasn't Santa Claus, <laughs> but there was a Santa Claus with his exact same name that was accused of touching kids, oh. and the news called our house and said, hey, is this... Is this Santa there? And he goes, this is him. He goes, oh. He goes, are you still planning on being Santa again this year? And she's like, he's like, what are you talking about? She's like, yeah, with the accusations coming out. And we're like, huh? And then you turn on the five o'clock news and there's my dad's name. But not your dad's but name. But not my dad. Right, some other right. guy. Well, I'm glad we're back, everybody. Yeah, man, that was yeah, a bad one. That was one. a tough one, yeah. Time for the news. Bobby's Big Stories. This one's tough. A guy on a flight noticed... As he's flying, there was a weird smell. It's just, it could not... It wasn't even like somebody passing gas on a flight. Because that happens too, because people feel the freedom to do that because you can't really trace it on a yeah, flight. I, that's why I do it. Yeah. So, <laughs> he just... He's like, man, something is not right. He's like smelling his bat, nothing, nothing. So, what happened was, it turned out a previous passenger had, had some sort of medical episode, like some sort of hemorrhage, and there was all this blood under his seat. Oh, my. What? And a cleaning crew forgot to clean it up. They did not see it. No, no, no. They were on, it was, it was a big, like, Boeing 777. It was just like a normal plane. And so, then he's like, I think something ain't right, and they found it, and then the, the oh. flight attendant... Gave him wet wipes. I was like, here you go, you can clean that up. What? what? The blood? There you're going to give me... And it. the hemorrhage was so bad, it was human blood mixed with poop. No! Oh no, no, God. no. It was on a flight to Boston. The passenger had survived. The really? captain of the flight had requested the area be cleaned. So oh. it was all there, and they just forgot to do it. Ugh. Wait, and a hemorrhage is a hemorrhoid? I don't no, know. No, no, like no, no. It's like, uh, like if you have a brain hemorrhage. I'm going to okay. say it's like an explosion in the brain. So it could be a, a hemorrhage somewhere. Just imagine an explosion. Okay. In your body, blood, apparently poop. So it had to be like down there Adam somewhere. Him. Yeah. That's from CNN, but that's oh what the smell God. was. Oh. And if I... <laughs> look, I'm a doctor but of letters. So when I say an explosion, that was me just trying to uh, even make it simple for me. A hemorrhage is if a blood vessel ruptures, and rupture to me is more than just like it's busted. Rupture yeah. is like... It's... When there's a bunch of blood that is escaping from a ruptured vessel, an explosion for us. Okay. okay. For me. Okay. Well, what does he get? Like free flights for. I don't think he gets crap. Oh, oh. I got, he did get crap with blood, but I don't <laughs> yeah. think he gets. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Next up, 
More chaos in the skies from Daily Mail. A drunk passenger on a flight to the Caribbean smashed a bottle and stabbed another passenger with it. What? That's insane. This is like 1950s bar brawl. Yeah. Passengers on a British Airways flight to the Caribbean who witnessed a man smash a wine bottle and stab a fellow passenger have slammed the airline for providing him with unlimited alcohol and failing to intervene when he harassed women on board. Mm. Shaken onlookers claimed a large group of men spent hours loudly partying with an endless supply of alcohol. Shocking footage shows the moment that the brawl broke out and, I mean, that's what they do in those bar fights. Break the bottle. And then go stabby. Come on. From the Daily Mail. And this is not in my pile, but I was going to bring it up in case you guys saw it. The woman who said she saw the lizard man on the flight. Mm Mm-mm. No, did, I didn't watch the video. Did you did you see it written about though? Yeah. So she's on a flight and she's yelling the whole way up. He's not human. That's he's a lizard. Lizard man. And they escort her off the flight. And the video went viral. And she's like, everybody look. It's hilarious. The whole plane get the whole plane. Because she's basically in the front. Turns around and looks at this poor guy who's got to be like, I, 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 I'm not really a lizard. Uh, <laughs> unless he really was a lizard man. But now there have been a lot of stories come out after that that some people are claiming maybe she had had something to drink. Some people are claiming. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> sounds like it. Something else. Yeah. So, but it was a really uh, viral story. You should watch her. She's flipping out. And then okay. Carrot Top, the comedian, was on the flight talking about it too. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That's funny. She was like, Lizard Man. A couple celebrating their anniversary in Costa Rica, they were stranded with no money because what happened was Uber accidentally charged them $30,000 for a single ride. So it eventually got reversed, but they had no money for four days because it took four days to reverse it. So they're just in a foreign country with nothing. Yeah, they probably maxed out your credit card, so you can't use that again. Yep. She says her bank told her the charge was able to bypass security measures due to a travel notice she had placed on her card. Uber, when contacted, said she got to go to the bank. So the bank, it was a whole ordeal. So Ooh. they were there for three, four days wow. with no money at all. For, that's from Boing Boing, my favorite site. <laughs> Stalled ride strands passengers upside down for more than four hours. Oh, the roller coaster. Oh, no. And the blood in your head. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Think about that. I think you'd probably have to try to like take your arms and at least pull your head Ugh. to be horizontal. Yeah, just you pay. You get a trip to the amusement park. You're only going to spend one day, and you spend four hours on one ride. Oh, terrible! But that's not the worst. No, part. that's not the worst part. It's hanging upside down for <laughs> four hours. About. Yeah, I'm yeah. just saying it, you want to get to ride the other rides. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. That's not the worst part. The worst part is having to hang upside down for four hours, and you're like, yeah, because it's one of those. It's inside the loop of the upside down roller coaster, and they're hanging upside down inside the loop. That's so scary. So there's a video. And the track malfunctioned. And I'm worried if the track malfunctions here, is it going to malfunction and let me go as uh-huh. well? And am I going to fall? Firefighters from multiple towns had to come in and rescue them. All the passengers were brought down safely. It was mechanical failure, of course. That ride had recently been inspected by the state of Wisconsin, but they were upside down for more than four hours. Is did, that the same one where it looked like there was a crack? Yes, did you see that one? That was crazy. That was crazy. Well, and it was, was only discovered because a dad was taking video. Wait, yeah. Yeah. Same there, one? There was a crack. Not on a different one. Different. I, I didn't see this one. There was a crack on a roller coaster beam, like a, a pole that holds it together. And a dad happened to be filming the ride. And he was <gasps> he's looking at it now. Oh, yeah. my God. And he's watching his, his video back of the roller coaster. He's like, that looks like a crack. North Carolina. And that so, is a. That is a. And like. That's well, a break. That's a fracture. What, the cart is, goes by and it like slowly stretches. Like it could totally break. Yeah. And so he's the one that said, "Hey guys, uh, I found this crack in your roller coaster," and so they closed Bro. it the next day. 
That sucks. And I think one of his kids had ridden the ride like already four times that day when he noticed it. You know, that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable, so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I asked the guys to give me a line about their vacation. They're just so negative. I know yours wasn't negative. Uh-uh. So I just want to do the negative first. Okay. I thought mine was kind of positive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mine wasn't any positive. Eddie's, yours sucked. Lunchbox's, yours sucked. I mean, I felt bad for you. Wow. It was terrible. Lunch, you go first. Florida is the devil. Florida. That, was his, that was his headline. Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Three years in a row, Florida sucks for vacation. Three years ago, my son got put in the hospital with RSV for six days. Last year, second day there, 
One of my kids fell in the shower. Same kid. Busted his head open, had to get staples, so couldn't swim anymore. This year, second day, I wake up, 102.8 temperature. You think Florida is the reason? Florida is the reason. You're always we, sick, though. We go like, to Florida. You're sick here every third day. Nope. I wake up, and I'm like, I, I eat breakfast. I, I don't feel too good. Three days. <laughs> Had to lay in bed because I was sick. I'm sorry about that. That's, that does stink. I, I do feel like that could happen in any state, though. Yeah. But it just seems to happen in Florida. RSV, six days hospital. Staples, Florida. But the Staples thing especially was just an accident in a bathtub that could have been anywhere. Right. It was uh, It was one year to the day that he checked into the hospital for RS, RSV. Yeah. Like one year to the day. That is unbelievable. But he was probably sick before he got to Florida, you know, and that's when it happened. But the stitches part happened a year later. Staples, yeah. yeah. And even when we were checking in the hospital, I said, oh, here we are one year ago again, huh? And they didn't laugh. And I was like, we're not even They don't me. really do that whenever someone's coming in. It's bloody. <laughs> yeah, and they had, he had a big old hole in the back of his head. And then I just laid in bed for three and a half days. Did they have vacation without you? Yep. <laughs> of course they did. And did you want them to? No. I want them to be like, well, dad can't go. Dad can't do anything. We should sit around and do nothing. But... Did just, they leave and you were just there sick by yourself? They leave. They would leave. They'd come back. They'd stay there. They would grill. They would do whatever. And then they'd leave. And I was just holed up in the room sweating and like gross and feeling Sorry. terrible and drinking water, drinking Gatorade, not eating anything. Yeah, we've been sick. We know all this part, what happens there. <laughs> but that does stink. I'm sorry that happened to you. So, yeah, shout out Florida. When did you get better? I got better on like Thursday evening. When did you get home? Saturday. So you had evening. a full day of being okay? I had a, like two days of, hey, let's, like I had one day at the beginning and like one and a half days at the end. Well, Sandwich. yeah, at least it wasn't all <laughs> Just that. the meat you were sick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Eddie, why'd you suck? I went to Florida. Uh, oh, what do you know? <laughs> Florida's the devil. And I love the beach. <laughs> I love the beach. Yeah. Oh, We're yeah. going for a whole week. You went to Florida on vacation once or two and you got COVID. Corona Cove. He, yeah. Yeah. he couldn't go to Ray's bachelor party, but he'd go get COVID in, in mm -hmm. Florida. Eddie but, was the first one. And that doesn't happen every time I go to Florida. Okay. So I go to Florida. Go to the beach. Man, I'm so excited. And when I go to the beach, I wake up at five in the morning every single day to go fishing at, at the beach. That's my thing. I love it. It's the crack of dawn. Third day we're there. I go outside to get my fishing stuff. And I look in the driveway and I had parked my car on the street right in front of our house. And I look there and I'm like, our car's not there. I had rented a brand new car. <laughs> Airbnb, you can yes. stay, yeah. And I'm okay. like, oh my goodness, they stole our car. Florida, the devil. They? Florida is the Florida devil. Florida stole your car, dude. The I, state of Florida, Florida stole your car. Florida, I run inside. What are you doing back? I run inside. I wake my wife up. I'm like, they stole our car. Our car is gone. She's like, what are you talking about? My wife jumps out of bed. We both run outside. We both look. It was parked right there. It's not there. Oh, my goodness. They stole our car. I was like, you know what? I, I, what am I going to do? Call the cops right now? I'm just going to go fish. So I go. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> wait, wait, wait. You thought your car was stolen? I need an hour to decompress. Okay. I'm going to go fish. So I go and I see a tow truck sign, you know, like right there on the side of the street. I'm like, let me just call it just in case. I call the number. I'm like, do you have this vehicle? Yes, sir. We have it. They towed our car. So it was your fault. Because apparently it's no, it's written nowhere in our agreement that if you park on the street overnight, they can tow your car. And Florida is the Florida, devil, man. man. Hey, here, here's the kicker, though. <laughs> so I go, how much is it going to be? $500. Oh, what? Florida? Oh, no. $500. That's crazy. So then. What state are we talking about again? Florida. Oh, man. And then, so I go, uh, fine, I'll go pick it up. 
It's about 45 minutes away. I'm like, what? The tow truck place is 45 minutes away? I drive 45 minutes. I How do you get, get there? I get someone to take me because we're with another family. Oh, good. I get someone to take me. We show up. How much is it again? $500. What? Crazy. So I get my credit card. Were there signs, though, around the house that said you no. can't? No, no, no. He, he just said there was a tow truck sign. That's how he got the number. Well, no. And that's my point. And he said, well, it wasn't in the house agreement for the Airbnb, but you did see a sign. I, I, the I, I just so, feel the like sign just said like unauthorized parking. What do you think the sign supposed to? It was in the front of the neighborhood. But did you have? You are okay. authorized to park there. I thought I was. Okay, so they then, should say that in the agreement. I agree. I'm at the tow truck place. I'm like, all right, fine. Five hundred dollars. I get my credit card. And she goes, you're not gonna like this. Cash. Oh no, it's cash only. <gasps> oh! talking about? Ha- have you never been towed before? I mean, probably 20 I, years ago. They, I mean, what? they updated their system. What state was it? Florida! Florida. It's the, the devil! For the record. You. She says, it's okay, though. There's an ATM machine next door. I'm like, fine. So I look at my wallet. Do you have 500 bucks cash? And you're I can get my. I can probably get it from my ATM. But even then, sometimes the ATM doesn't even give that much cash. Well, I probably have to do two two transactions. It doesn't oh. matter. I look at my wallet. I don't have my ATM card. Oh, my, oh, my no. wife has oh, it back gosh. home. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I forget what state. <laughs> Florida! Oh, okay, yeah. So, I have to drive all the way back. No, you don't just ask your buddy for it? No, she didn't have a, She didn't have money. She says, I don't have a card on me either. Oh, my God. So, I had to go all the way back, 45 oh minutes God. to my house, get the card from my wife, drive to get... I spent five hours dealing with this ordeal, and I spent $500. Did you catch any fish? No. Dang. Not a damn bite. Dang. Man, if I just knew where I am trying to... I'll Florida! Florida. Oh, dang, okay, got it. Never going man. back, are you? No, I'll go back. I like Florida. I, I, I love Florida. Yeah, me too. too. It's been, been pretty it's cool. Devil. <laughs> well, I'm sorry that happened to you guys. It was terrible, man. We you know, we went to Maine and New Hampshire. It was a great time. Um, but we were grilling. You never believe this. I was in Florida. And no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. Did you get towed? No, 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 no. But you get sick? We have a new grill. And I'm not great on the grill. I'm okay. And this grill's really easy. And so I was like, oh, my, my, my wife was like, hey, we should grill. So we grilled something out the other day, just her and I. And then she's like, let's get the grill going again. No chance of rain. And so just we like texted a, cu- a couple, one couple. And so they came over with their parents. And I'm like, come over. It pours rain. I got drenched. I grill. I stayed out and grilled everything. It poured the whole time. And all I could think about, that was the rain coming from Florida. <laughs> it did rain in Florida, let me tell you. It did rain in Florida. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that wasn't bad. I mean, my, my vacation was good. That's oh. the only thing I had is it poured down rain while we were grilling. But good other than for that, you. Yeah, and that was good. Amy, you? I We had a staycation, so I loved it. It was great. I didn't have to travel with two kids. I just feel like sometimes you don't think staying home is going to be good for your soul. And it was for us. We went to the lake. We had more meals like out, just kind of had fun, played more games together. So I feel like for me and Stashir and Stevenson, it was a really good time. And my, we normally go to Colorado every 4th of July. That's where we go. I've never been here before for the 4th. And it was really nice to just stay home because my sister came to visit us shortly after for her TV show. So there's no point in flying all the way to Colorado for like a day. We went on the river on the 4th. A boat? Did you float? No, no, we had a boat. Oh. It's not. It was. It was uh, the Coverland, so you could take a boat. Oh yeah, the big river. Yeah. Oh nice. And so there's nobody out there on the Fourth of July. Usually the Fourth is just jam packed. If we got to the lake, that'd have been the case. <clears throat> but we went out, wake surfed, and you can get in that water. Skate. Yeah, yeah, we did. I didn't know. Uh, there were couples every time. Can't W forty here and there. Okay. But, <laughs> but other than that, yeah, for sure. Know, I, I grew up in water like that. Sometimes <laughs> that was all good by me. 
But yeah, we we did that and that was good. Dang. Forgot about that. We should have stayed in town then. Did it last? Yeah, <laughs> yeah you know, it's yeah. hey, don't underestimate yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I did though from two being. Oh, at you two. came over. You came over too. Like oh, we yeah. did. We had a storm. That was the day we lost power, dude. Oh, we were up. There was a storm that hit, and it was just a rainstorm, not the one, not grill storm, but like a four or five days before that. We have a ma- massive tree in our front yard. Lightning and wind hit it. Gone. Whoa. Like, it broke in two huge places. Luckily, it didn't fall on the house. And th- so then we had to have somebody come and remove the whole tree from our front yard. Dang. Because the storm hit. We, we had, didn't have power for 24 hours or so. And we're okay. Guy, guys, don't, no GoFundMe. Don't yeah. no, start. I'm, I'm, I'm okay. 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 I don't right. need a GoFundMe. You need cash? But it, it was annoying. But for 24 hours. But yeah, we lost a tr- Rest in peace. We lost a tree. Wow. A whole tree. And then Amy didn't have power either. And we lived close. So they just came over. And so we just all hung out. But... You know, it was like Abe Lincoln. We were straight candlelight. Log cabin and stuff. Mm-hmm. Except for Stashira, was, my daughter was the only one with a little charger thing, like a Mophie. What are those called? Portable yeah, I chargers? I was like, sure, how much for him? Yes. <laughs> so she had, she was the only one with charge and everyone was borrowing it. We couldn't find it for a minute. And I thought, oh my gosh, Bobby kept it. Bobby kept it. No, I got wow. blamed for no, Come I got blamed for keeping the charger and I put it in her. We, we gave them some, we had some gifts that we had at the house for Amy's son and daughter that we hadn't seen in a little bit. So we gave them the gifts and they had bags and I put the Mophie in Sashira's bag. And all of a sudden I get a text back, do you have my charger? No, I don't have your charger. Yes, you do. We know you don't have power and you stole my charger. <laughs> I it knew was it, in the bag. Bobby can't stand being below 80%. Right. And I was oh, like, drive me crazy. oh gosh, he, he, he maybe just held stole on it. to it. Well, I'm sorry. Florida was rough for you guys. Yeah, maybe man, a good yeah. staycation. Yeah, no, Had I love it. a good little trip too. I recommend it. How many sides to a story? Oh, three. three. There's right. oh. um, the one person, person one, person two, and then the real story. Yes. And I'm going to oh. say that before I even read you the story. It's not the greatest look for Carly Pierce, and I saw it while it was. I saw it while it was happening. I laughed. I thought it was hilarious because even the little town was like griping at her. So there were storms. Let me just read you the blog before I give my personal thoughts. Because <laughs> I, mean, I was watching it while it was happening, and I was like, "Is this really? Is this, is this what's actually happening right this second? Like an hour and a half north." So Jeffersonville, Indiana has issues with Carly Pierce over her last minute cancellation of a concert due to inclement weather and the $75,000 fee she was paid and contractually not obliged to return. Carly said the decision to cancel was made in consultation with the town and that she was never asked to return the performance fee. After the cancellation, multiple Jeffersonville officials offered public statements. Mayor Mike Moore called the situation disheartening and a city attorney stating the city is disappointed in Carly Pierce's decision. Officials also claim that Carly Pierce's team refused to reschedule the date, at least initially. And some fans pointed out Taylor Swift started a show in Cincinnati affected by the same weather system an hour early and was able to fulfill the appearance. Reports are the singer is now returning the money, though there is still a they said, she said aspect to the whole thing, with both sides saying anything that went down, they are saying differently from each other. That's from WHAS 11 ABC. There is an act of God clause in contracts. That if you can't do it and it storms and everybody's there, we still pay you. The thing is, the weather never got bad. Yeah. Oh. It potentially just it, it, it potentially might have. And then and then Taylor, I saw Taylor announce too, hey, guys, I'm coming on an hour early so we can get in before the storm. This, I think the weather got bad later, later. But Taylor, Taylor right up the road was like, massive show. Was like, hey, Twitter. Hey, guys, we're going to start an hour early. So get there so we can get the show in. And then I wish I had the tweet from the town. Because they like were giving it to Carly Pierce, and then people were like, "It never even rained." Like, why do you have the show? 
You could have gone on early. You could have got, and then apparently she kept the money too, which is hilarious. But now she's, now she's giving it back. I think because that's a bad PR move. <laughs> the town also claimed they asked if she would come back at another time and perform a makeup show, and she declined. Oh no! It's it worse. <laughs> That's so funny. I get there are three sides of the story. Right, but the side that I was watching while it was happening, I was like, "This is not good for Carly Pierce as it was happening." Because I'm like, "Yeah, did she address that part? Like, did she say, actually, I said, I well, I can't pick a date at this time, mm-hmm. or maybe later." Carly made a statement, and she felt there was considerable misinformation about the issue after the decision was made to pull the plug in her performance. Pierce says her and her team were offered final payment for the show on site, which is industry standard, but declined to accept the payment. Additionally, the Advanced deposit is in the process of being returned. Um, hmm. That's what's up. Dang. Hilarious. <laughs> just, I mean, the show could have happened. <laughs> I mean, because it, it did. I mean, and I think the Taylor thing hurts too because Taylor made it happen. Yeah. Well, they said a much bigger show, same weather system. Oh. It's the storm that knocked a tree down in my house. Like, but it, it just came so much later. What do you see, Lunchbox? They said, unfortunately, Carly Pierce refused the city's request. Oh, this request. is it. This is it. Sorry, I'm sorry. Start so over. take her. Start over. Start over. This is a tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He found they it. Said, unfortunately, Carly Pierce refused the city's request for her to take the stage early as a way to get the show in and avoid the weather. Oh man! Uh, we, I thought there was something else on there too. But it's just like the city is disappointed in Carly Pierce's decision, and I'm trying to scroll through them if they have any more tweets. But that. They asked her to go on earlier and said, nah. She's like, nah, we're good. <laughs> Again, three sides, guys. Yeah. What, did she have plans earlier? What? She probably wanted to go to the Taylor show. Oh, that's it. <laughs> yeah, she's like, oh, I got a way to get out of this. Go watch Taylor now. Uh, let's do a Scuba Steve suggests. Oh. Scuba's our executive producer. Oh, he gets to pick the bit. We just do the bit regardless, blindly. Scuba Steve, how are you? Pretty good, man. This is a really good one, though. This involves everyone here in the show, and you have a chance to win $650 million. Okay. Whoa. Oh. How was your vacation, by the way? Oh, uh, as uh, it was nice. My family's back in San Francisco, so I'm lonely for the next three weeks. Oh, they're gone. They're gone, yeah. So I'm happy to be back and see people again. So... Oh, he's so you were that. at home by yourself? I've been at home by myself all week. Just okay. doing nothing. Why are you like, <laughs> don't you text me? Uh-oh. I was here for most of the week. Oh, uh, yeah. I was just like watching TV and movies and things. But I do you like that? Where you have, where you, I kind of liked the long okay. time. Yeah, I didn't mind it. Nice. I went to the gym. It was nice. I saw you going back to the gym for the first time in years. First time in two years. Almost three years. Yeah. Don't go too hard because you'll be so sore and you'll be like, I don't like this and you'll stop going. Well, it's too late. I already got really sore, but I'm still going to go though. I'm not giving up on it. Okay. All right. What is your bit? So my thing is the Powerball jackpot is tonight. Oh. It's the ninth largest in history. I want to bring back Scuba's Lucky Balls. All I need is 20 bucks from everyone on the show to put it in, and we have a chance to win $650 million tonight. Of course I'm in. I'm, I'm, I'm going to contribute. I don't want to be in, but now that he said it, I have to do it because right. if I don't do it, and we win. win. Yeah. Well, you said in the past, if it's over $500 million, you'll entertain the offer. So we're well over that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, let's do 20 it. 20 bucks. He doesn't sound so excited. It's a lot of freaking no, no, no. money. We feel I like know. you kind of trapped us. I just don't, <laughs> I don't like you taking credit for the lottery. I am the lottery person. You're but terrible I, at it. We, every time we play with you, we lose, that's we lose, true. That's we lose, true. we lose more. Maybe we should do the bit with the scratch-offs, but Scuba gets the tickets the next time. I'm down for that, too. But this is immediate, though. This oh, is yeah, big, sorry, big sorry, money. Sorry. Big, big money. Okay. I'm, I'm in. in. Of course I'm in. But it is... Lunchbox is lottery not, pool. No, Scuba's no. lucky balls. No, Scuba's He's lucky him. balls. Who's okay, getting the... Who is not in? Mike's not in. Good for you. Smart play. Smart. <laughs> Morgan, are you in? Yeah, I'll do it. Okay. Bray? 
In. Okay. Yep. Mike, you're the only one. We're all dude. in. Just... You're still good? All right. Oh. Okay, well, if we no. win the big amount, I'll give Mike a million dollars. I'll shave some off. You're saying really? that right now. Yeah, well, then I don't even want to play, and I'll just take the million dollars. Exactly. Well, it's too late. You guys are already in. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, wait. You'll give him a million out of your portion. Out of my portion, Thank yes. you. He works hard. Get... He deserves it. He can grab a mine. Okay. Okay. Scuba's okay. lucky balls. Goodbye. We'll give you the cash. Okay, all right. Cool. There it is. Thank you, Scuba. You're welcome. The only okay. problem is he doesn't have Venmo. Gosh. You got to give him cash. Oh. I just pulled up Venmo. Sorry. So, sorry, money not gone. Yeah, yeah. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Minnesota. A 19-year-old man walked into a restaurant. And you're thinking, oh, he robbed the place. No, he pulled out a bunch of Skittles and started pegging people. Boom. Boom. Hitting employees, hitting customers, just throwing Skittles at everyone. So they call 911. He flees, and there were Skittles everywhere. He fleed? Yeah, he'd, he'd run right. from the cops for a Skittle. Like, I feel like that's going to get you in trouble more than the Skittles is. Yeah. It was an unprovoked attack, and they found him about a block away, attack? arrested the 19-year-old. Oh. I hear you. Did he have any other charges against him for any other reason, like outstanding warrants? Because this is uh, He had been arrested the week before for possession of LSD yeah, and something's marijuana. Up. Wow. <laughs> it's just walking in and chunking Skittles. <laughs> Yeah, that's just like, not a, you don't do that by itself isolated that's pretty funny though it's yeah. not like I'm living a healthy <laughs> life I'm very fulfilled you know what I'm gonna go chunk some Skittles and run when he, yelled, he yelled taste the rainbow taste the no, rainbow he I, no he didn't no, oh he my didn't. god I'm okay, looking at a picture of that. him he looks 12 he looks <laughs> like a kid but he's got face tattoos huh mm. he looks if you were to say how old is this kid I'd say 14 but face tattoos you know speaking of getting arrested you know what I told you guys a story I got a ticket for talking on the phone in my car do you guys remember this? Yeah. A few weeks ago. And what I was in that story, what I was saying was I felt bad for the cop that he had to pull me over because I was doing it. I couldn't get my Bluetooth to connect. I was on the phone. I was talking. And he pulled me over, and I immediately was like, I'm at the mercy of the law. I was talking on the phone. I will take the ticket. It was a whole thing. And my only point was I felt bad that the police officer had to pull me over because their lives are in danger every single time, even for knuckleheads like me. That he's got to pull over. Guess who I ran into at the Opry two nights ago? The, the cop. police officer? Yeah. Really? Three what nights ago. Did you odds? kick him out? No, no, no. He was <laughs> I, yeah. I escorted him out. Exactly. So he's in full state trooper uniform. And, you know, backstage at the Grand Ole Opry, it's, it's, it's wide open. Everybody just talks to everybody. There are no rules. There's no hierarchy of Garth Brooks or the person that's replacing the sweet tea. You're back there. You deserve to be back there. Everybody's cool. And so I'm walking around just talking to people and taking pictures with people. And he says, hey, how's it going? And I say, good. And he says, I'm... Officer, whatever. I say, hey, really great to meet you. And for me, I really enjoy telling police officers that I appreciate them because they're risking their life all the time. And I say, hey, I really appreciate what you do. And he goes, you know, do I look familiar to you? And right then I thought, are you my dad? But it wasn't. It wasn't, <laughs> oh it wasn't. God, that'd be cool. Yeah, it wasn't my dad. It wasn't my dad. But that's where my head goes every time an older man says, do I look familiar to you? And so I said, I don't know. He goes, I pulled you over like a few weeks ago. And I said, oh, you gave me the ticket for talking on my phone. And he said, yeah. He said, my dispatch called me the next day and said, did you give Bobby Bones a ticket for, for talking on his phone? He goes, that's who that was? <laughs> and I said, don't feel bad. I was doing it. And I'm just saying this to gas myself up. He said, you're the nicest person I've ever pulled over because you said, I did it. I'll take the ticket. Well, yeah. He said, I, he said, I never had anybody be like, please give me the ticket and you're safe. I'm not going to do anything. Just please. I, I deserve it. And he said, I, I left going, well, that was weird. <laughs> and so we talked and he said, did you pay it? Or you do? I was like, yeah, I paid it. I deserved it. And then that was it. So what, how, what are the odds he was at the Opry? So what happened was somebody was doing security and they 
called in sick, so I guess they just called a police officer to come do security. And so it was him. Wow. And then him and I talked for a bit. That's, That's crazy. Funny. I didn't throw any Skittles or anything. I didn't get arrested. <laughs> but it just reminded me when we were talking about the cop story. I ran into the police officer that took me to the big house. You didn't go to, the big, to the big house. Yeah, I felt like it though. Yeah, I felt like one oh. step away. Whatever. He just described it. Ah, one step away. I was right there. <laughs> any minute I could have gone to jail. Okay, thank you, Lunchbox. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's time for the good news countdown. It's the good news countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. Here we go, number three. Number three. A man in Connecticut got shot while driving his car on Tuesday, but he's okay after his cell phone stopped the bullet. He was only grazed by it. Last we heard, the cops were still looking for the shooter, but a cell phone saved him. That's crazy. That's was he good. talking on it? That's a good plan. I don't know. All right, because that's illegal. He's in his pocket? I would think it was in his it better be. I think it was a in ticket. his pocket. Oh, true. <laughs> I mean, you can't hold that phone up to your face. That's how he gets a ticket? <laughs> Saves his life, but... Dang, that would be crazy. That would be hilarious. Okay, next one up. Number two. A New Jersey man was reunited with his high school class ring over five decades later when another man found it while snapping pictures. Here's Jim Keeling talking about getting his ring back so many years later. 51 years later, this is happening. I, I just still can't believe it. I said, Jim, that's got to be you that they're looking for. The ring was in decent shape. I'm going to wear it. I mean, this is just <laughs> phenomenal. I mean, I'll, I'll wear it. He's pumped. Yeah. <laughs> that guy's excited. Let's go to number one. Number one. A firefighter in Florida just adopted a baby that was left outside his station back in January. Someone left the baby in a safe haven baby box, which a lot of fire departments have now. He's the one who found her. Her name is Zoe. She's five months old. He and his wife have been trying to have kids for over a decade. They're thrilled. So he says he saw Zoe and was like, yep, that's it. That was the Good News Countdown. And that's the show. Amy, what's up today? Anything? Mm, I My sister is in town and she leaves today, so probably just hanging out with her until she flies. What about you? She just flies. She just flies. flies. So she has to go back to Colorado. What about you? I have a private event tonight. Oh. No. Not tell dirty. Let's not, not talk about that. Not dirty. It's not dirty. It's just uh, like a private, it's a private as we call it. It's, just, it's a comedy event for a major corporation. Wow. Oh, it's, awesome. oh, it's the best. I don't talk about them a lot, but it's the best because it pays you way more than if you're doing your own show. Because it's a company just going, we'll like to have anybody. We'll pay extra. And it's here. It, they're almost never in Nashville. And so it's here tonight. So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what I'll say except I got very fortunate. And I'm going to go do it and I'm going to have some money when it's over. <laughs> but I'm going to go do a good job. Uh, that's it for me, Eddie, quickly. Yeah, I have a, a car is coming for me. I have a car, Crossroads Ford from North Carolina sending me a car. So I'm going to pick it up at noon. Here? Yeah, it's a Ford Mach-E. I'm going to have it for a week. I'm pumped. What's a Mach-E? It's uh, an electric SUV. Oh, that's cool. Lunchbox? Yeah. Nap. Gotcha. I need a nap. Good, you know? oh, Good for you. First day back. Yeah. yeah. Nap, yeah. Morning out. Thank you. See you tomorrow. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby, and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy 
taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.